It's time for USC Trojan Talk with Coach Harvey High. Brought to you by Terribles. Listen to the coach each week on KSHP AM 1400 and follow the coach on Twitter at Coach Harvey High. And now, here's Coach Harvey High. Well, good evening, everyone. Yes, that is that time again on a Thursday and a Saturday morning. You've joined us here with USC Trojan Talk. Brought to us live in Las Vegas, Nevada by Terrible Herps and Coors Light. And in the Inland Empire on Saturday morning at uh, 11 a.m. until noon on AM 1490 on your dial. It's USC Trojan Talk year-around. Wow, we got a great segment tonight with all the action happening at USC and the football department and the commit of Caleb Williams and all of the above. We're going to get right to it in a moment. But before we do that, I want to thank our sponsor for our opening segment, which is Mercedes-Benz of Henderson. Proud sponsors of USC Trojan Talk. The general manager himself, Jim Chasen, says, give me a call and we'll work it out. Call Jim at 702 785-3000, that's 702-485-3000, or go to www.mbofhenderson. Now joining us from WeRSC, the publisher, that's Eric McKinney. Eric, good evening to you, and thank you for joining us, and good morning to all of you that are listening on Saturday morning. Coach, thanks for having me. Always great to check in with you. Eric, it's always great to have you with us, too, because you... uh, know the details of what's happening daily in the uh, athletic department, also especially with the football program, with WeRSC, your website that goes year-round during the football season, recruiting, uh, spring practice, fall camp, the whole thing, and all the other things that happen, coaching changes uh, with the football program. And, you know, the big talk has been uh, since the National Letter of Intent and the commitment of Caleb Williams. So I'm going to get right to it. I want to get right to it because it's a big topic. It's a hot topic. Everyone wants us to talk about it. So right now, when you look at this recruit, you know, I'm looking at it and I'm saying they're talking more about Lincoln Riley, the head football coach, and they are Caleb Williams. Would you agree with me? Yeah, I mean, you you have them right there, 1A, 1B, right? The, the program's not going to go without Lincoln Riley. So he, he's the guy that had to be put in place, and, and USC did a phenomenal job of, of being able to go out and get him, get, get someone like him and, and actually get him was, was massive. Once he's in place, it's okay. How quickly can he get this thing up and running? He's obviously an offensive coach. And so he needed to really put his stamp on that side of the ball. And clearly Caleb Williams was that guy. He's, he's been in Lincoln Riley's offense. He's played in it for a year but Caleb Williams is the kind of quarterback, and, and there's a lot of these quarterbacks all over where they're going to enroll early. They know they want to play right away. They get in that playbook a lot earlier than just the first day that they got get on campus. So Caleb Williams has been in this playbook for a long time. He allows Lincoln Riley to get going, I think, as quickly as possible on offense, and, and that is outside of the talent and, and all of that stuff that he brings – just get, getting things started. You know, they're starting in like third gear now rather than all the way back at the beginning where everyone's trying to figure out what's going offensively. That's kind of the, the jump start uh, that Caleb Williams gives USC. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, before he even committed his name alone from what his performance was last year with Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma, two of the top quarterbacks that USC had on the 
on their uh, roster went into the portal and both left. So obviously that made a big effect. Yeah. I mean, in, in one off, again, if, if right now we're talking about Caleb Williams and, and that's been so much of the talk, but you go back to it and, and you look at last season and obviously kind of Keaton Slovis had some of the injuries and all of that, but going into it, it looked like, hey, it, you know, Ke- uh, Keaton Slovis is going to be one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Um, USC had him and Jackson Dart. Again, you, you talk about one of the best quarterbacks in the country and Jack Dart. To lose both of those guys in one offseason, that would be that would be devastating, just kind of alone in that. And, and so, yeah, the, the fact that Caleb Williams can come in and erase all the negative talk about, hey, USC lost these two probably pro quarterbacks in the same offseason, it would take a lot to erase that and to put a, a positive spin on that. And, and that's what Caleb Williams has done last year. Uh, at Oklahoma, didn't start out as a starter, but took over uh, for the last seven games. And, and really that Oklahoma-Texas game, the way he played in that kind of rivalry and that kind of atmosphere, some of the plays that he made, the, the one that always stands out to me was uh, against Kansas late. The running, backs, running back looks like he stopped short of the first down, and Caleb Williams rips the ball out of his own running back's hand and gets upfield for, for a pretty good gain and a first down. That kind of stuff is just, you, you kind of what what did what did he just do and and that's sort of what he's capable of uh, on the field threw for 1900 yards last year and and what stands out is 21 passing touchdowns against just four interceptions again for a true freshman uh, you know the sky's the limit for him and and again that perception of him to come in and, and erase what USC lost at the quarterback position this offseason uh, that that speaks pretty well for him. Well, Eric, uh, not only uh, did the two quarterbacks leave, they're expected to start. Jackson darted Ole Miss with Lane Kiffin in the Southeastern Conference and Keaton Solvich to the University of Pittsburgh, who had an outstanding quarterback there this past year. So, obviously, they both are transferring, and they both look as though they're going to be starters. So, I'll tell you what, Caleb Williams, uh, uh, his reputation on what he did at the University of Oklahoma and what he did there as far as with Lincoln Riley, both these quarterbacks moved on, and now Caleb Williams is at USC, and everybody looks forward to what's going to happen. Do you think his name and and what USC has done in the recruitment of him has been too big of a buildup? It's it's what you get at USC. People and and Lincoln Riley, he got to do this. Is what USC is now in, in this day and age of. of NIL and what college football is in terms of just these huge names and all this money flying around and how important it is. USC gets to be one of those schools where, yeah, it is that big if you're coming here. And, and again, Lincoln Riley got to do Radio Row for the Super Bowl. And, again, a perk of being in L.A. when there's a huge event in L.A., the USC head coach is, is front and center uh, for a big chunk of that. And, and he – he sort of said that, that he feels there's kind of this thirst, not just from USC fans, not just from people in Southern California, but from people across the country. The national writers, they like to talk about USC. They, they like when Alabama's good. They like when USC is good. They like when Ohio State is good. When the, the programs that draw eyeballs and, and people want to talk about, when they're good, that's better for everybody. And so there is a, a real want for USC to be good. And so when it's been kind of what it's been at the program, uh, 
for you know a decade now, if if not a little longer than that. When something like this happens, yeah, that that's going to get kickstarted early. They're going to be ranked. USC is going to be ranked probably higher in the polls when they come around than maybe people would have guessed. And, and again, it's that desire to do that. You get that spotlight when you come to USC. So yeah, does, does Caleb Williams coming to USC erase all the potential, you know, holes in the roster and things they have to work on? No, but it gives you a, a big market, big name guy that you can really focus on at USC. And, and I think that's kind of what is, is happening here. So yeah, still, still plenty of questions to answer for USC. I mean, this, this is not a program where I think people are saying immediately, here comes a national championship, but it's fun to talk about USC when good things are happening at USC. And, and that's what you're seeing. Eric McKinney joins us from WeRSC.com. We uh, want to welcome all of you Saturday morning and all of you uh, Thursday night uh, from uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, here on our USC Trojan Talk. Before we take a break, and I don't want to forget coming back to this, so I'm going to ask you this now. NIL, you mentioned that earlier. Reportedly, and I don't know this, reportedly, Caleb Williams has a deal for around $2 million a year. Do you hear the same things I'm hearing? I had seen that posted to, to social media, really, with nothing you know, coming behind it. USC, being a private school, they, they can sort of keep a lot of that stuff in-house um, when some other you know, schools have to report that kind of stuff. He, he's going to do well. He's, he's going to do well. In Los Angeles, if he plays well, he'll do even better. Uh, but he was a big name in Norman, Oklahoma. Um, the potential savior of USC football on the field, yeah, he's going to be able to do really well uh, with, with NIL. And, and that's, a, that's an area where a lot of people don't really know what could happen or, or what is happening. And, and it's, it's a little bit of a Wild West right now with that. But he is, he is on a roll. Since coming to USC, it has been seemingly every day that he's got another one. And, and the big one was, was the Beats by Dre uh, partnership. But he's got a few of them. He, he just invested and, and is part owner of a, a modern male grooming company. And uh, just said um, the other day he's going to be the, the name and the face for uh, a company called Action Water. So uh, those, those are going to keep piling up for him. And, yes, he's, he's going to do very well when it comes to NIL. Since we've been talking about Caleb Williams, let's take it a, a step farther. We'll go a little bit past the break because I don't want to break this conversation up with uh, you, Eric. Uh, it seems as though the fans of Oklahoma aren't real happy with USC. First of all, <laughs> Lincoln Riley and now Caleb Williams. Hey, there's, there's a lot of uh, uh, bad feelings there in Oklahoma, isn't there? It is. Uh... It is as rough as I have seen a fan base treat a, a coach and a former player. Yeah, there there is not a lot of love. It, there there were no "Hey, wish you well, Lincoln" uh, from Oklahoma fans and and media too, which kind of surprised me. The media got got a little uh, perturbed, I guess, about him doing that too. And, and I think there's just a feeling when when you feel like you're blue blood, when you feel like you're a destination school. You can feel like it's a slap in the face when a coach says, hey, I think there's a better opportunity somewhere else. And really, it's why you don't see a lot of coaches make that kind of move, you know, throughout the history of college football. 
a coach going from a big time program to a big time program in, in one off season, that doesn't usually happen. And, and so, yeah, that, that kicked up some dust uh, over there in Oklahoma and, and they have not uh, been quiet about it and, and not really toned down too. It's, it's still going pretty strong here, you know, go, going on three months later. I know I wanted to mention that because I, I enjoyed your little chuckle. Because uh, it's exactly, I tell you, and then, uh, you know, people who live in glass houses really shouldn't throw rocks. So I think they ought to just put the, uh, put it to rest and uh, get behind their program at Oklahoma and let SC do what their thing is. And maybe in the near future, maybe they can schedule each other. Wouldn't that be a great opportunity for all fans? So, again, we're going to take a short time out. Again, Eric McKinney joins us from WeRSC.com. He's the publisher, and he knows a lot about USC football. That's why he's on the show, uh, USC Trojan Talk. In the Inland Empire, we welcome all of you on AM 1490 every Saturday morning. And in Las Vegas, we say, how you doing in Las Vegas, everyone? You've had some big weekends, and this weekend will be huge in Las Vegas, as it is in Southern California with Super Bowl 56. So you're listening to USC Trojan Talk, brought to you by Terrible Herps and Coors Light. Buckle up and fight on, everyone. I'm Harvey Hyde. We'll be right back. Raiders fans, announcing Terrible's game day giveaway. Enter for your chance to shop, scratch, and score a $1,000 Raiders shopping spree during every game day. Here's your play call. Run a slant route to the nearest participating Terrible Chevron location on Raiders game days. Catch a scratch card and enter your unique code in the Terrible Social House app. And you could score that week's $1,000 Raiders shopping spree. Terrible's, your only place to shop, scratch, and score. Visit Terribles.com for more details. It's time to spread game. The Harlem Globetrotters are coming with an all-new tour. Four quarters of big plays, ankle-breaking moves, and ball-handling wizardry. Do they dunk? Do they dunk? See the stars rattle the rim in the all-new in-game dunk contest. This is the team everyone can cheer for. The spread game tour is coming. Don't miss the Globetrotters in Las Vegas on March 1st. Go to HarlemGlobetrotters.com. Hello, I'm Fletcher Jones Jr., and I'm proud to be a Trojan. There's nothing like the winning tradition of the Cardinal and Gold, and I believe those same high standards of discipline, hard work, and a winning attitude will make you a champion in anything you do. At Fletcher Jones Dealerships, we always try to exceed our clients' expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else. Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, you'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. Until then, fight on. Something really special and new. Floyd's 99 haircuts, colors, and straight razor shades. We're at, well... Southwest Las Vegas at the 215 and South Rainbow. Yes, you can have all of it in one show. Each cut comes with a hot lather, neck shave, and shoulder massage. Classic barber-style services in a family-friendly environment, perfect for mom or dad and the kids. Full color bar and salon services as well. Floyd 99 Cuts and Colors. 
expert service, amplified experience. Go to Floyd99.com for location information. That's Floyd99.com for location information. Have you heard about Standish Law? Yes, Standish Law, Las Vegas' premier family law firm. Ranked among the top ten in client satisfaction by the American Institute of Family Lawyers and proud to be rebel sponsors. If you are going through a divorce, you want them on your side. Schedule your appointment at standislaw.com. That's standislaw.com or call 702-998-9344. Well, welcome back to USC Trojan Talk, live in Las Vegas, Nevada, on this Thursday evening, brought to you by Terrible Herbs at Coors Light. And in the Inland Empire, good morning to you and all on AM 1490 on your dial from 11 to 12 year-round. Our next segment is brought to us by Meadows Bank. They say, is your business ready to play in the big leagues? Meadows Bank can help you tackle the competition. Make your play and visit them today at MeadowsBank.com or call 471-BANK. That's 471-BANK. Meadows Bank consistently exceeding your expectations. Our special guest tonight and in the morning on Saturday is Eric McKinney from WeRSC.com, and we're talking Trojan football. Eric, I want to guess, since we're in the conversation regarding quarterbacks, I think a lot of people are aware of who the quarterbacks are and and the backup being uh, Miller Moss, but uh, it was announced that, this week and last week, the two walk-on quarterbacks now are, have now been uh, admitted into the USC Trojan football program called preferred walk-ons. What do you know about these two quarterbacks that you can uh, bring us up to date on? Yeah, so the the first one that announced Keegan Patterson is from Colorado, and, and I believe he played four sports in high school. So, so just a big-time athlete, a, a point guard uh, for his basketball team, and, and uh the other one, Gage Roy uh, from Texas, and, and he's got he, he comes from a USC family, and that that was kind of a dream for him to be able to do that. And I'm I would assume playing in Texas, you got a good look at, at Lincoln Riley's offense there at Oklahoma, and so the chance to be able to kind of put those together, come play for Lincoln Riley and at USC, uh, that's big. But yeah, the, the quarterback rooms quarterback rooms are interesting right now because. You know, for you as a former coach, right, four scholarship quarterbacks and you build the room and it's this guy, then this guy, then this guy, and you wait your turn and, and you learn behind the starter and, and then you're up and we're just not seeing that anymore with, with the way guys can transfer and, and head out. It is almost impossible to build a room now where you've got, you know, senior, junior, sophomore, freshman, all scholarship guys, all big-time guys that are going to do that. And so finding – finding walk-ons that can kind of either run a practice or you feel comfortable with, you know, maybe needing to throw in a game. Uh, that's, that's going to be interesting. Georgia just won a national championship with, with a, a guy that, that was a walk-on. And so uh, it, it's going to be interesting to watch quarterback rooms going forward. We just talked about it, right? When, when there was kind of this off season where, you first started to feel like Lincoln Riley would probably go after his own guy. Two guys right in the portal and, and two big time quarterbacks from USC are, are out. So finding those guys that, that can help um, if Miller Moss does decide to stay and, and fight it out. And again, it, you know, you, you don't want to go into this with a, a foregone conclusion that Caleb Williams is the quarterback and there won't be a competition because certainly 
you know, Lincoln Riley is going to throw the guys out there and, and let them compete this spring. But being able to, to have some guys behind your starter um, and how you can build that room is, is always going to be something worth watching now. You know, Eric, I, I want to say this now. Miller Moss, I want to give him credit. I'm telling you, he came to USC as a high-rated quarterback. He's been there. He's never talked about leaving. He uh, he wants to be a Trojan. He's coming back, even though Caleb Williams is coming in. And these other quarterbacks are now transferring there. He doesn't really fit what Lincoln Riley does with his quarterback. He's not a scrambling, running type of quarterback. He's a pure passer type of quarterback. But knowing all this himself, and I'm sure he's looked at all the films that Oklahoma does with their offense and so on. I give him a lot of credit. I don't know how you feel as far as sticking around and wanting to be a Trojan. Miller is going to be, I think, if he ultimately does go, uh, it'll be like Jackson Dart. I don't think there's going to be a USC fan anywhere that doesn't root hard for Jackson Dart when he goes. Keaton Slovis, same thing, right? These guys, USC fans, are not upset about, you know, the decision that they made. I think they, they'd love to be able to cheer for both those guys as USC players. And so Miller Moss is, is the same thing right now. I think there's a lot of USC fans that really appreciate, you know, what he did. He, he came in in a tough situation at the end of last season. He got, you know, called into the game against Cal and responded. And that's after a year where he was getting kind of third team reps, which meant he didn't, he didn't really get a lot of, you know, practice reps. And so he stuck it out and, and he pushed. And, you know, when he talked to the media, he was great. He's a, he's a guy that is, is very easy to root for. And yeah, I, I hope he goes out and has a phenomenal spring. Um, he came in early and, and, you know, he's a great academic kid. So if it does work out where Caleb Williams ends up being the guy and Miller has to leave, he'll be able likely to get his degree from USC pretty quickly and and if he does end up deciding to go uh he'll be in good standing there when wherever he ends up so again like you said really easy to reform i think he's talented i think he you know he gets talked about kind of as as the throw-in with jackson dart and the throw-in with caleb williams now you give him another offseason and some time in this offense i i think he could run it just fine um when when he goes there i don't think he has you know caleb williams has the upside of just the, the arm talent and the running ability and the size and all of that. But Miller Moss, he, he, he could do just fine for you if, if you want him to, to play quarterback. I agree with you. He's been a winner all along in high school and so on. Uh, I'm not sure he could uh, do it on his wheels, uh, but I think with his throwing arm and adjustment of the offense somewhat, I think he'd be a fine leader. I think people respect him. I think the team would respect him. I really do as far as him uh, wanting to be a Trojan, and I think the Trojans will always remember that. The Trojan fans and people will respect him for doing what he's been doing so far during his career at USC. Now, let's get into another area of the USC Trojan football program. When you look, and uh, spring practice is not here yet, obviously. I'm not even sure they've given out any dates. Have they given out any dates yet of spring practice? No, no dates yet. No, nothing official yet from USC on that. But, I mean, it's that, that's going to be must must watch to see Lincoln Riley's program when they do finally hit the field with the coaches and, and, you know, full gear and all that stuff. Well, you know, Eric, I certainly hope, and I think I've mentioned this before with you, 
but I certainly hope they open up the practices completely so that the fans and people can get out there and welcome Lincoln Riley and the players and show the support like they did with Pete Carroll. The players will practice harder. We'll be able to move around and talk with people. I hope there's a whole new philosophy on that because in the spring, in the spring, there isn't going to be any scouting by other teams or players or, or any of that type of stuff going on. It opens up. The players can come with their parents. Boosters can come and walk around. The media can walk around. We're not going to talk with any of the parents if we don't. You know, if we wanted to, we could anyway. I would like to see them open it up and let the media have the freedom of the field and just sort of welcome the Trojan football program with people at practice every day. They'd get a turnout. They absolutely would. Now, what's interesting is that Lincoln Riley was pretty famously closed off at Oklahoma. There, there was a big story during the season last year where uh, the the school paper kind of you know peeked in on a practice, and and uh, there, there was a whole dust up about that. So, I my thought is that he and USC, you know, him being at USC now, will kind of understand. Uh, the the spotlight on this program and all of that. And and I think there will be kind of an understanding of opening up a little bit. Boy, it would shock me. Even with all the the kind of goodwill and like you're talking about, you know, the the fans would kind of flock out there. At this point, we're just not seeing that in college football anymore. Coaches want to tighten it up as much as possible. So would would love to see it. I would be surprised if it's if it's open open. That being said, if you know, if they do a traditional, you know, spring game at the Coliseum, it'd be nice to see that just, you know, full of people uh when when that comes around. I'd like to see it back to I remember when it was at twenty thousand, one year twenty five thousand in the last couple of years. Really hasn't been much of a spring contest. It's been more or less like a scrimmage or whatever, mm-hmm. not full tackling. And I like to see it become a football game where football is important and the game's being played. And uh, you learn how to play the football by playing football, not by doing other things. Now, Eric, we're, we're going to go continue going with our conversation here. I was going to take a break, but I'm not. I'm on a roll, and you're on a roll. And I love talking yeah. USC Trojan football. Looking to next year. What are your biggest concerns? What are you going to look at in the spring? Like when you go in and watch spring practice, assuming you can, what is going to be your main issue? What are you going to look for? All, all over, really. I mean, I, I want to see Caleb Williams run an offense. You know, it's a, it's a second year in college. I want to see what kind of leadership role he takes. But that's kind of a, an easy answer, I think, you know, him being the, the marquee guy. Uh, I think USC, again, stay, you know, staying on the offensive side before we get to the defense where, where my real concerns are, but the wide receivers, you, you bring in three new receivers and USC could not figure things out when Drake London went down last year. The, there wasn't like an obvious guy that stepped up. I think Gary Bryant Jr. is, is right there. Maybe he's that guy, uh, but you bring in three guys, um, with Mario Williams coming in from Oklahoma, he obviously has that relationship with Caleb Williams. Brendan Rice coming over from Colorado, uh, and Terrell Bynum coming from Washington. So kind of you know different experience levels all through there. So they they need to find somebody. You can't just say, oh, we have seven good receivers and we'll figure it out. So somebody's got to jump up. One or two guys, you know, have to have to show, okay, you know, I'm I'm, I'm the guy. We're the guys. Uh, and so that for me, offensively. Is it the offensive line? I'm not really concerned about looking right now. It's it's a lot of the same names, and I think you're going to get a lot of same things. Sure, you want to see a step forward, um, but but who's there and who's probably going to play? I think are fairly obvious at this point. But it's the defensive front seven for me. 
uh, can can USC get it done with that defensive front seven? I, I think that tells the the story of this whole season. And I don't think the front seven that we see in the spring is necessarily the same front seven that's taking the field against Rice. Uh, you can still bring bring guys in from the transfer portal, and I'd assume that that defensive front seven gets a long look. Uh, who, whoever jumps into that portal, you know, over the spring and, and over the summer. But the Alabama transfer inside linebacker Shane Lee, he's going to be really interesting to watch. The Auburn transfer outside linebacker Romello Height, those are positions where USC really needed guys to come in. And Shane Lee's a veteran guy who started as a true freshman at Alabama, and, and he can play. And then the, the defensive line, there, there's a couple additions up front, and I'd like to see um, how that and and look, I'm I'm not going to stop the, the secondary too. The secondary got torched last year. I mean, almost every single game, and that was a a very veteran secondary. Uh, you're obviously going to get younger with those guys leaving, and so what are the fits? Who's who's starting at corner? Where does Kalen Bullock fit in? How does everybody work kind of in in that secondary? So really, defensively, just just tick off all the positions, and that those are going to be the spots I'm watching. All right, you mentioned uh, the entire offense except for special teams, and I'll ask you this one question before we take a break. Has Lincoln Riley ever really said who's the special teams coach? He didn't hire one. Is he? Uh, is the entire staff going to handle that, or have they ever discussed it? I he has not said it publicly. No, um, I know there that you know you're able to have kind of quality control guys and and that sort of stuff do it, and and there are a few. There are a handful, a small handful of guys who have coached special teams in the past, either you know as, as assistants or kind of full-on special teams coordinators. All right, I just wanted to ask that because normally he brought in his people and Dante Williams is in the secondary. They really have too many secondary coaches. I was just wondering if that position would have been a special teams coach. So I guess he'll uh, discuss that later on with us. I always felt it was good to uh, – I had a special teams coach, but I always felt it was good to have everyone involved in special teams in some phase so your players know, except for the quarterback coach, he always worked with the quarterbacks during special teams to give him more time on the field. But if your player position coaches are a part of special teams, it means more to the players who are watching practice and a part of the special teams. So let's take a break because I uh, want to continue with our conversations with Eric McKinney, uh, We Are SC, the publisher. We want to welcome all of you again in the Inland Empire on Saturday morning. And if you're planning on going to Las Vegas, why don't you call a local budget car and truck rental in Las Vegas. They'll be happy to take care of you. Just give them a call at 702-736-1212. That's 702-736-1212. On AM 1490 on your dial, stay with us year-round with USC Trojan Talk. And in Las Vegas, we welcome all of you, and we thank Terrible Herps and Coors Light for their title sponsorship of USC Trojan Talk. Buckle up. I'm Harvey Hyde. Fight on. We'll be right back. fans announcing Terrible's game day giveaway. Enter for your chance to shop, scratch, and score a $1,000 Raiders shopping spree during every game day. Here's your play call. Run a slant route to the nearest participating Terrible Chevron location on Raiders game days. Catch a scratch card and enter your unique code in the Terrible Social House app. And you could score that week's $1,000 Raiders shopping spree. Terrible's, your only place to shop, scratch, and score. 
Visit Terribles.com for more details. Hello, I'm Fletcher Jones Jr., and I'm proud to be a Trojan. There's nothing like the winning tradition of the Cardinal and Gold, and I believe those same high standards of discipline, hard work, and a winning attitude will make you a champion in anything you do. At Fletcher Jones Dealerships, we always try to exceed our clients' expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else. Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, you'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. Until then, fight on. Pizza, pizza, pizza. If you're like me, pizza's not just a food, it's a way of life. And the folks at Cetabello Pizza get every detail just right. Homemade dough made daily and hand-tossed. Extra virgin olive oil, freshly chopped tomatoes and basil, and generous portions of mozzarella cheese with a dizzying array of toppings. Join me at one of their two area locations, one at Green Valley Parkway, another one at Fort Apache and Sahara. No time to dine out? No problem. Order today and take it to go at setabello.net. That's setabello.net. Setabello Pizza, when only the best will do. It's time to spread game. The Harlem Globetrotters are coming with an all-new tour. Four quarters of big plays, ankle-breaking moves, and ball-handling wizardry. Do they dunk? Do they dunk? See the stars rattle the rim in the all-new in-game dunk contest. This is the team everyone can cheer for. The spread game tour is coming. Don't miss the Globetrotters in Las Vegas on March 1st. Go to HarlemGlobetrotters.com. Join us at the all-new PT's Express, now open inside each Arizona Charlie's Casino on either side of town. Conveniently located by the sportsbook so you can enjoy watching your favorite sports teams while you dine in or take it to go. There's no wrong way when you pick up one of our game time specials, including hot dogs, chili dogs, sliders, and a bucket of chicken tenders. Served with fries and four domestic bottled beers. Game time specials offered Thursday through Sundays all day at Arizona Charlie's Casino. Dogs Brewing Company is proud to be Las Vegas's original hometown brewery since 1993. Our handcrafted beers are brewed fresh daily at Big Dogs Draft House by our team of award-winning brewers. Big Dogs Brews are now available in cans at major retailers like Lee's Discount Liquor, Total Wine and More, Whole Foods Markets, Smith's, Albertsons, Terrible Stations, and more. Big Dogs beers are available on draft at select restaurants and bars around Las Vegas. Ask for Big Dogs Brews by name. Visit us at BigDogsBrews.com to track down our local, award-winning, handcrafted brews or stop by Big Dogs Draft House to sample a full range of our classic seasonal and specialty ales. Drink fresh, drink local, drink Big Dogs. Welcome back to USC Trojan Talk, live in Las Vegas, Nevada, by uh, Terrible Herbs, sponsors that, along with Coors Light. We thank them for their year-round sponsorship and in the Inland Empire. We welcome all of you on Saturday morning on AM 1490 on your dial year-round. Our next segment here is brought to us by PT Express. That's right, right now in Arizona, Charlie's right by the Racers Sportsbook on both sides of time. town. They got the Game Time Specials, which is the original Nathan Hot Dogs, loaded chili cheese dogs they've got it all that's thursdays through sundays at both arizona charlie's eric mckinney joins us here from we are com. eric before we get into our next topic 
You know, I've been saying WeAreSC.com, WeAreSC.com, and by now everybody's probably looked it up. But let's tell them about your official site and how they become a member and everything else. Yeah, so WeAreSC.com. We started, uh, you know, this was started years and years ago by Gary Paskowitz, who who founded WeAreSC all all the way back in 1999. Uh, We actually, this past uh, September, kind of took a a big step and and joined a network called On3, which which is kind of... Uh, just launched then. We were one of the, the first eight sites uh, to come on board. And, and so it's, it's been really fun to kind of, you know, get into that. And, and we joined with uh, another site, USC Scoop. So now it's, it's myself and we've got Greg Katz and Chris Arledge and Kevin Bruce and all the voices from WeRSC joining up with uh, Scott Schrader and Mark Culkin and, and Josh Ann coming over from USC Scoop. So a lot of voices, a lot of USC passion and, and fandom uh, involved in that. And right now, if you go to WeRSC.com, there's a seven-day free trial uh, that you can uh, sign up for and, and log into and, and come talk some, uh, some USC football with a lot of passionate Trojan fans. And I can say uh, it is a great uh, website. Get over and check it out. and You can uh, get all what we're talking about every single day and when it happens. Eric, uh, with all the hoopla about uh, all the players in the portal coming in and the new coach and so on, what about the concerns of the players that are still at USC? I mean, very little mention about some of the returners or guys that have stayed around. How was that affecting them? Do you know? I think that the guy, the guys who stay and are kind of into the program, this is this is what they wanted. This is this is what they came to USC for. This is what they were kind of sold on to to play on a big stage, to be in a big time program. And I think for some of them, it, it was kind of eye opening of oh, this is this is what it looks like. And, and that's kind of what I had said from the time Lincoln Riley was was hired was he's going to come over to USC and he's going to change the way a lot of things have been done for a little while. Uh, and, and that's kind of the case. Uh, you know, anytime, anytime there's a new strength and conditioning staff that comes over when the whole staff gets flipped, there's always that initial you know, push from them to kind of assert themselves. And that, that was felt. That was felt by the players when they started doing the winter conditioning. It was... It was rough, but there's there's a long way to go. And Lincoln Riley, being Lincoln Riley, if they you know let's say they start out four and two or something like that, nobody's going to give Lincoln Riley the benefit. Oh, look what he inherited. No, this was like you said talking about Caleb Williams. This was a big off season. That the USC made a lot of noise. Uh, people are going to expect to kind of come out of the gate pretty quickly. And so that's kind of what the transition has been this off season. But, uh, but, you know, at this point, the guys have, they bought in. I, I mean, you're, you know, you know what a football roster looks like. You're going to get, you know, buy-in from, from this percentage of guys when you're going well. And, and I think USC is kind of getting to that point. And, and I think one of the big things too was, I know you mentioned the guys who stayed, but the guys who came in, a lot of them are really good veteran leaders and good voices for the locker room. And when USC lost a number of players, either, you know, going to the draft or the transfer portal, it turns into a a fairly young team of guys returning. And so getting those voices in there uh, and being able to to do that and direct those guys is a good thing. That 2021 class for USC though, they bought in, to kind of this new direction and, and Dante Williams and all that stuff. Uh, 
and and that's that's what they're getting now. So again, I, I think there is going to be a lot of a buy-in, and and these guys are you know getting on the same page. But like you said, it, it was a, it was kind of a weird offseason, I think, for a lot of guys at USC that heard a lot of it's not good enough. The roster's not good enough. They're not good enough. We're not good enough. Uh, I think I think initially, yeah, that can rub you the wrong way, but the way you use it is to kind of dig in and, and get on the same page with everybody and, and pull forward. Uh, I think that's kind of where everybody is now. Eric, I think you said it best. The ones who want to challenge themselves and play on that type of level, and that's why they came to USC, are going to stick it out. If they were 6'4", they'll be playing at 6'5". If they ran 4'6", they'll try to run 4'5". They'll try to raise their level of competitiveness to meet the challenges of what this new staff is. Now, I want to ask you, you mentioned it, and I caught it. You said that the off-season workout seemed to be pretty rough. Do you know exactly what they're doing and what changes they've made in that? Uh, it's, you know, I, I don't know exactly. We can't be there at any of the, the off-season conditioning stuff. You know, from from what it looks like, it's fairly similar, I think, to what Benny Wiley, the strength and conditioning coach, brought over um, from Oklahoma. But I, I can't speak to, you know, exactly um, the kind of things that, that they're doing. They, they've sort of published, you know, clips here and there and, and that sort of thing. Um but no, I, I I can't speak to like exactly what they're what they're working on. Well, let's take a break, and when we come back, there's always the other side of football, which is the defensive side of football, and then we've got the schedule. Maybe we can talk about a little bit too. You mentioned the opener against Rice, and we'll get your opinion. We'll talk about uh, whatever comes and to our mind, and uh, depending on how much time we have back. So again, Eric McKinney joins us from WeRSC.com. I'm Harvey Hyde. I'd like you to follow me at Coach Harvey Hyde, at Coach Harvey Hyde, or go to my webpage, HarveyHyde.com. That's HarveyHyde.com, and you can check it out. And again, in the Inland Empire, we welcome all of you Saturday morning on AM 1490 on your dial from 11 to noon. And in Las Vegas, Nevada, we thank Terrible Herbs and also Coors Light for their sponsorship of USC Trojan Talk. And again, this segment has been brought to us by PT's Express Game Time Specials. Thursdays through Sundays. It's located right next to the Racing Sportsbook, so you never miss a play. Buckle up and fight on. We'll be right back. Raiders fans, announcing Terrible's Game Day Giveaway. Enter for your chance to shop, scratch, and score a $1,000 Raiders shopping spree during every game day. Here's your play call. Run a slant route to the nearest participating Terrible Chevron location on Raiders game days. Catch a scratch card and enter your unique code in the Terrible Social House app. And you could score that week's $1,000 Raiders shopping spree. Terrible's, your only place to shop, scratch, and score. Visit Terrible's.com for more details. Hello, I'm Fletcher Jones Jr., and I'm proud to be a Trojan. There's nothing like the winning tradition of the Cardinal and Gold, and I believe those same high standards of discipline, hard work, and a winning attitude will make you a champion in anything you do. At Fletcher Jones Dealerships, we always try to exceed our clients' expectations with services and amenities you won't find anywhere else. Here in Las Vegas, we have Mercedes-Benz at Fletcher Jones Imports and Toyota and Scion at Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion. Two excellent facilities with superb products and friendly, knowledgeable people. I hope the next time you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, 
You'll visit Fletcher Jones Imports or Fletcher Jones Toyota Scion and let us show you how hard we'll work to earn and keep your business. Until then, fight on. You work hard for your business. You need a bank that understands your business. Let Metals Bank be your business partner for all your banking needs. We are a full-service community bank with competitive loan and deposit products and services. We're also a preferred lender for SBA, 7A, and 504 loan programs. The experienced team at Meadows Bank will give you the services you need with the reliability you can depend on throughout branches in Las Vegas, Henderson, Reno, Pahrump, and now in Phoenix, Arizona. Call our friendly, knowledgeable staff today at 702 702- 471 bank that is 702-471-2265 or use our convenient online banking service at meadowsbank.bank meadows bank where your business is our business pizza 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 if you're like me pizza is not just a food it's a way of life and the folks at setabello pizza get every detail just right homemade dough made daily and hand tossed extra virgin olive oil, freshly chopped tomatoes and basil, and generous portions of mozzarella cheese with a dizzying array of toppings. Join me at one of their two area locations, one at Green Valley Parkway, another one at Fort Apache and Sahara. No time to dine out? No problem. Order today and take it to go at setabello.net. That's setabello.net. Setabello Pizza, when only the best will do. Join us at the all-new PT's Express, now open inside each Arizona Charlie's Casino on either side of town. Conveniently located by the sportsbook so you can enjoy watching your favorite sports teams while you dine in or take it to go. There's no wrong way when you pick up one of our game time specials, including hot dogs, chili dogs, sliders, and a bucket of chicken tenders. Served with fries and four domestic bottled beers. Game time specials offered Thursday through Sundays all day at Arizona Charlie's Casino. Raiders fans, announcing Terrible's Game Day Giveaway. Enter for your chance to shop, scratch, and score a $1,000 Raiders shopping spree during every game day. Here's your play call. Run a slant route to the nearest participating Terrible Chevron location on Raiders game days. Catch a scratch card and enter your unique code in the Terrible Social House app. And you could score that week's $1,000 Raiders shopping spree. Terrible's, your only place to shop, scratch, and score. Visit Terribles.com for more details. Big Dogs Brewing Company is proud to be Las Vegas' original hometown brewery since 1993. Our handcrafted beers are brewed fresh daily at Big Dogs Draft House by our team of award-winning brewers. Big Dogs Brews are now available in cans at major retailers such as Lee's Discount Liquor, Total Wine & More, Whole Foods Market, Smith's, Albertson, Corey's, Terrible Hearst Stations, and more. Big Dogs Beers are available on draft at select restaurants or bars around Las Vegas. Ask for Big Dogs Brews by name. Visit us at BigDogBrews.com to track down our local award-winning handcrafted brews or stop by Big Dogs Draft House to sample the full range of our classic seasonal and specialty ales. Drink fresh, drink local, drink Big Dogs. Well, welcome back to USC Trojan Talk Live in Las Vegas. We thank Terrible Herbs and Coors Light for the title sponsorship. And in the Inland Empire, every Saturday morning on AM 1490 on your dial, we welcome you. Buckle up right along with us year-round in the Inland Empire. We are uh, having a nice conversation with Eric McKinney from WeRSC on Trojan football. And again, this coming segment, again, is brought to us by PT Express. Inside Arizona, Charlie's on both sides of town, right next to the Racing Sportsbook, where you can eat there during the game, and you can pick it up and take it home, where you don't have to miss a play anywhere. 
And remember, PT Express game time specials are the thing that you've been looking for. That's PT Express's game time special. Eric, uh, let's move along. Let's talk about the defensive side of the football. You had some concerns regarding that. At least it sounded like you had some concerns. I think basically your concerns may be lack of depth as far as on the defensive side in the front seven. I think in the secondary portion of USC, I believe their secondary really could be better. I really believe that. I don't think that they were coached up that well. They gave up a lot of big plays. They broke down a lot, uh, didn't tackle well. I think they can, they can improve on that defensive side of the football, and they have the personnel to do that with some big-time recruits. My concern, as it was your concern, was the depth as far as the front seven. Yeah, absolutely. I think you need to find some starters. Uh, you know, obviously you, you lose both starting quarterbacks. And, and in the secondary, in the safety spots, you, you had some young guys start to really play more as the season went along. But if you look at kind of the the way the starting lineup looked going into the season, you know, all, all five guys in the secondary uh, at, at this point are, are not here at USC anymore. So those are going to be some spots where you need to find guys and you brought in a couple, they, they brought in a couple corners, uh, Makai Blackman from Colorado and Latrell McCutcheon from, from Oklahoma. So there are guys back there. I'm, I'm with you. I think the secondary play improves um, a lot this season. I mentioned Kalen Bullock uh, and you've got Xavier Alford back who, who had kind of a, a good end to the season last year, but up front, you, Nick Figueroa and, and Tuli Tupelodu are two of the best in the conference, and, and you're going to get everything you can get out of those guys, and they're going to they're going to give you their all. Uh, what it looks like in the middle, what it looks like behind them, can Corey Foreman take a big step forward? Is Brandon Peely all the way back healthy, and what is his fit like uh, in this defense? I, I mentioned Romello Height coming in as an outside linebacker. From Auburn, is he the answer at kind of that that rush outside linebacker spot? Is there anybody else that can fill in there? Raylan go forth. Does he take a step forward in the middle? It's just it's just question after question for me. When you talk about that, uh, the defensive front seven and becoming a unit that can go take the field and take over games. I think you know you you talked about the secondary not doing well and not covering. You get a lot of help when your front seven is putting a lot of pressure on the quarterback. And, and so it just wasn't working together uh, very well last year. So uh, for me, that the, the most questions in terms of um, maybe the spot that, that can help out the most and, and take USC the farthest in terms of turning this from, you know, maybe an eight win year to a 10, 11 win season uh, is what kind of production they get out of that front seven. Right, and uh, they've got to really step it up, and they've got to try to get off the field because they don't have the depth as far as them. Probably will end up being an attacking type of offense with playing a lot of man. As you mentioned, Bullock, I I want to tell you, as far as I'm concerned, he's the best player in the secondary, even last year. I think he's going to be an All-American. He's a great player, Eric. I agree 100%. So you've got a real start. I think playing him part-time was hurting your football team. I think playing him full-time is playing your best players that are on the field. And I think that's what they have to do on the up front seven. They've got to get their best players on the field. And they've got to perform. Uh, 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 form, uh, uh, he's got to play. He's 
got to be a player. He was the number one player in the nation. They've got to push him down, play him in a, a five technique, four technique, whatever they have to do, bulk him up to 270 pounds, 80 pounds, and let him play. Don't let him drop back and pass, but let him get off to, get after the football and run the football down and get on the quarterback and all the things that he's so good at. You can't limit this kid. You got to let him play. And the same thing with the rush guys and outside guys. You got to put pressure on the quarterback by by coming after him and going down the line of scrimmage and and playing that type of football. And your linebackers plugging in in the holes to try to hold it. But you've got to attack. You've got to keep your defense off the field by making big plays and getting the third and long situations where the team has the less percentage of getting that first down because they don't have the depth to stay on the field the whole time. They don't have the rotation of down linemen that you normally have. And I think that's going to be the job of the new defensive line coach from Michigan. Hey, he's played in the big time. He knows what big time is. I think the kids will react to him. Uh, and he can make them into great players. So Corey Foreman and these type of players, they got to step up. It's their turn to be who they think they are. Not talk about it, but do it. Show me. And I think that uh, if this coach can bring that out of them, I think they got a chance. But if they stay on the field all the time, they don't have a chance, especially against teams. You know, to give you an example, Fresno State will be very tough for them, but they'll run the football, and they have play-action pass, and so on. A lot of people don't think that, but Steve Tepford's one hell of a coach and does a great job. And also Utah. When you go to Utah and play in Salt Lake City, those guys want to run the football, and they got everybody back. 73 players off of a team that went to the Rose Bowl, and their starting quarterback, who's a real winner. So I basically think, and UCLA... UCLA, yes, they're UCLA. They they had a big season last year. But when they played USC, USC players didn't want to play anymore. They were through. They hung it up. <laughs> I don't want to call them quitters, Eric. But they didn't want to play that in the last game of the year against Cal. was ridiculous. They should have never played that. So I'm not going to evaluate USC on the last two games of the year. But I'm looking forward to evaluating them and see what they can do, this new coaching staff. Absolutely. uh, Sean Newitt talked about Alex Grinch's defense. I think he said the word attacking four times in two sentences. So what you're talking about is definitely what seems like it's going to be on the field. That's the only way you'll be able to do it if you don't have the depth and if you don't have the size and that you've got to go after them and you've got to get them out of there and force them to do things they don't want to do and not let them get comfortable. But when you get that power and the attack coming after you, it's a little bit more difficult. So I really say Notre Dame, Utah, uh, those are going to be your challenges. I think UCLA is always a one-game season type of game. But, Eric, I'll tell you, having you on our shows really gets me fired up. Because you talk about football, you know what you're talking about, your answers are complete. I can't hit you with, with a question you can't talk about, and that makes you feel good. You know, run the play call, and you always do that, buddy. I appreciate you having me on. This time always flies by whenever I come on. Well, I love having you on. My best to you, and have a great Super Bowl weekend, my friend. I don't know who you like, but I'm not going to ask you, okay? (laughs) You too. Home team, right? Got to go Rams. All right. Eric McKinney, We RSC, has joined us here on USC Trojan Talk. In the Inland Empire, we welcome you again next week, and we thank you for buckling up and riding along with us this week. Also in the uh, studio, we thank Justin, our producer and engineer who makes it happen. Terrible herps. Coors Light and again, uh, TT Express Game Time Specials, who are, they're both located on both sides of town on the Decatur and uh, Boulder Highway. So uh, stop by uh, 
Thursdays through Sundays and uh, and enjoy PT's Express game time specials. So uh, I'm Harvey Hyde saying we hope your team wins. Buckle up and fight on. Good night, everyone, and good morning. <laughs>